0: Tonight, the sporting gods have smiled on us for our return as we celebrate the glory of Australia's first Test win over India. All hail the new spin king, Stephen O'Keefe, and a man who spun the ball just as little but talks a better game than anyone, Kerry O'Keefe is our special guest. We'll have all our highlights of the summer, plus a few things that didn't go according to plan. Don't even think about a toilet break. You don't know what you'll miss. We're back, this time with the Presidential Seal of Approval. It's the back page live. What a win for Australia! So much sport, so little time. They
1: continue to speak before they think. I'll be
0: about as relaxed as Jeff Fanny in a spelling It People well, cost his job. All about the fans and what brings kids back. One of Australia's biggest rivalries. Sport doesn't stop, and neither do we. G'day, buddy. Uh, welcome to a new year of the back page live. Great to have your company. I have missed you. I've missed the desk. I've missed pretending to know what I'm talking about and I've missed these people who do indeed know what they are talking about. The team kick-off season 2017. Kelly Underwood, Robert Craddock... Ryan Fitzgerald and Adam Spencer, hello to you all. Oh, we're back. Welcome. Lovely to have you with me. Uh, great show lined up for you. But let's begin with that uh, cricketing glory. Australia has beaten India in the first test by 333 runs. Yes, half the number of the beast. Virat Kohli... One <laughs> <laughs> for the religious buffs. Virat Kohli reckons it's just a pitchfork to the arse that India needed. Is it more than that, though, Crash? This is the team, the Australians, who arrived in Pune as one of the classic underdogs. They have, have they overachieved? Oh, they have. And
2: it's completely and utterly stunned India. They're in a at each other in the selection room. They're debating over what sort of wicket they're going to produce. And I've got to say this, dusty deck cricket is so maligned, yet it's the best entertainment in sport on God's green earth. I, I swear to you, I, I couldn't leave yep. the box. And, and thousands of Australians were the same. But I, I just... They got it wrong, Tone. Five days before the test, you know, the BCCI heavyweights came in, said to the curator, stop watering the deck. The deck fell apart. And even the contest, and it was like, you know, and and from that, whoever was going to win the toss was probably going to win the match.
1: 19 tests in a row for the Indians. Mm. So sooner or later, they were going to lose one. Is is it just a hiccup?
2: Uh, No, I don't think it is. I, I think that under the right conditions, this team can rise again. But I also understand why Harbour Jan Singh, who said Australia would get flogged, yep. says, I'm just gonna wait till after test two before I rate Stephen O'Keefe. That's fair enough. Yep. You know, he, he, he's entitled to say that. He wasn't denigrating. He said, but no, I want to see him on a flat deck. So the jury is still out, but it's it's there's panic stations there. And, 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 and the more you win, the more pressure is on
3: you when you lose. Yeah, but I, I have trouble with Harbhajan saying, let's wait till they play on a real pitch. Mm. Harbhajan, you made a career out of playing on non-real pitches. <laughs> <laughs> you made a life out of playing on things that were spinning four days the poor thing we began. So don't complain about it. It was great. I, now that we've had a few days to calm down and be objective, it's one of the best performances in the history of Test cricket by any team. Mm, it's bad. very close to the greatest mm. achievement by any Australian team in a one off test.
0: Mm. And this man, Stephen O'Keefe, as I oh. mentioned, uh, he's a guy who was much maligned, even for these first nine overs. Uh, by warning during the coverage, uh, said he wasn't the best bowler, perhaps the worst bowler going around. Why put him back on after lunch and so on? And then he goes and gets 12 wickets.
4: And you know the best thing about Stephen O'Keefe's achievement is that now when he says, you know who I am at the Stone Hotel, they <laughs> will <laughs> know. <Yeah. laughs> so world yeah. understood. It was
2: a great story, wasn't it? He told the weekend when he was arrested and uh, uh, the policeman said, you're just a crap shield cricketer. And he said, no, I'm a crap Australian cricketer. Yeah. <laughs> Get your words right, mate.
1: They genuinely did not know how to play him, did they? No,
2: no, they didn't. But you know what? Cricket needed this Stephen O'Keefe story. Mm. We've got totally carried away with all the flash Harrys and fancy Dans, blokes jumping from franchise to franchises. Mm. It needed the great old-fashioned Aussie battler to prove, yes, you can go the long way. You can be loyal to your club, You box away for 10 years with your state, you can be kicked in the guts, you can... Think about buying a bar in Manila mm. or the Philippines with your mate, thinking, and you got there in the end. That, that The
0: game needed it. That's great. Right, to say that uh, Virat Kohli was gracious in defeat would be, well, a filthy lie, basically. Uh, <laughs> he gave the Aussie bowlers, including Stephen O'Keefe, zero credit. If you don't apply yourself out there in the middle, any bowling attack can look dangerous. It's as simple as that. Even a part-timer can get four wickets if you don't apply yourself. And... I certainly would like to think that that was the case with our batting lineup in this game. Even a
3: part timer. We are closing in on India's number one Test ranking, but they have stolen from us the mantle of sorest losers <laughs> in the world. We used to get hung out to dry as a nation when we weren't gracious in defeat. That was just world class whinging. whinging. And so that part time, that part time spinner bowled you leaving the ball, Well, you goose. And
4: you know what? The the amount of time that he stayed out there, I reckon that Virat Kohli is the modern-day WG Grace. He refused to leave his (laughs) wicket, And I I was waiting for him to say, people are here to see me bat and not you bowl.
2: And and the flashpoint, the, the postscript, which I think will be fabulous, I can't wait to watch it, just listen to Stump Mike. You know, every time O'Keefe beats Coley in the next test, it'll be, well, part-timer, good effort, mate. <laughs> <laughs> like you can't bowl. And, and, and don't say it doesn't get in. You know, they all hear it. And, and I know he's got a
0: tough hide, but but that's they'll love that. That's fodder. Well, Stephen O'Keefe's dad, he was totally the opposite of throughout Coley. He gave credit to everyone, especially the Fox Sports broadcast. I think it's um, fantastic, actually. You know, when you have a look at Fox, right, Fox 507... But now I've got that uh, cricket thing going and we've actually got two boxes in, in our place so you can, you can um, rewind it and pause and yeah. all them sort of things there. And that's what I've done a couple of times you know, because I just couldn't believe. you know, The that's first true. innings he took three wickets, but one won over. Just unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I'd
4: like oh, yeah, go yeah. Yeah. love yeah. to no, get, well, get him yeah, After this show, stick around, because Steve uh, Steve O'Keefe's old man's got his own show. <laughs>
2: <on>. <laughs> hey, tell you you
0: what, can fast-forward can... and rewind <laughs> into it. <laughs> true, yes. I reckon with Fox Lee, he used half a chance to get <laughs> a, a show, don't you reckon? Yes, yeah, so we're going to get to one of the hosts of one of those shows very shortly, Crash Craddock. All right, a, a few chances, but Steve Smith, gee, made the most of it when he was batting in that second innings. How good was this century mm-hmm. when you put it in context?
3: I like to think of it not as a century, as much as five innings of 20 in a row put together. <laughs> Because <laughs> he was dropped at 20, 46. That's true. It's, no, it's an amazing dig. And and I was thinking about this with Steve Smith. As people say about your modern-day batsmen, like your Warners and that sort of stuff, with the big bat, adds 20 runs innings. The way this guy bats, mm. he's averaging 60 now in test cricket, having played 51 tests. He's got 100 there. He scored more in that innings than India in either of their combined team innings. He's entering the level of the absolute... Yep. Best in the game, isn't he? I,
1: I can't remember historically a yep. time where I watched, sat down and watched a Test match and you couldn't look away. I mean, yep. he is just so uh, addictive to watch. He's energised, he's passionate, he's fidgety. Yep. He he is just completely engrossing. Yep. And I mean, you talk about leadership, and what was it four months ago, yep. Hobart, and, he, yep. and that we said then that Good that point. could define him. Yep. The best way to lead is to yep. lead from the front. Mm. And no, I don't think many Australians had much belief in this yep. team going over there, but he had the belief and that filtered through to the rest of the teammates. And that, that's one of the best things I've seen an Australian do in a long time.
0: Absolutely brilliant. I'm not sure this next bit was one of the best things. Matt Renshaw, the opener. This is the big talking point, of course, mm. on day one. When he left the field uh, just before lunch, opening it up, somebody else had to come out because he had to go uh, do number twos. <laughs> now, is this... Uh, he got bagged a bit by people like Alan Border. Should somebody just have arrived with, I don't know, modium and some adult yeah. nappies? Should you go off? Well, OK, at... what was the alternative? Look. What? Adult nappies. Well, the, And the other positive as well, he's now
4: an ambassador for Sun Princess Cruises. That <laughs> 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 so bad.
2: See, the hard thing was, back in the old days, in the 80s, the, the television footage was grainy, there was a couple of cameras, and that happened all the time, but no-one spotted it. But the camera coverage is so forensic. I remember once in Pakistan, Tim May was holding everything in, he was bowling like this off his, then he had this big appeal... And he reckons he went up like a firecracker. Look, everything came out. <laughs> but know. no one noticed. It only came out in his book, you know. But it came out in his book as well.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many copies there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hope you're enjoying your meals uh, there at home. Lovely to have your company. Rachel, though, he wasn't the only elite athlete to be confronted by the urgency of nature's call. Uh, this UFC star, he handled it sort of differently, and just was just last week. How badly were you hurt to the body in the first round?
4: I just gotta do number two, that's all. It's not really hurting from the kick,
0: but I just gotta boo-boo. <laughs>
1: yeah. First segment for the year and you've already got a poo joke in there. That wasn't <laughs> a poo <laughs> joke, that was <laughs> actually a
0: piece of, that happened at the <laughs> weekend. <laughs> My job is just to reflect what happens in the world of sport. <laughs>
1: <Kelly>. <laughs>
0: Move on. Thank you very much. Uh, look, it just wasn't India's test match and you could really tell that quite early. Well, the way Ashwin got out in the first innings, this is terrific, great catch. Great awareness from Pete Hanscom there at uh, shortly. Look off the boot. Yeah. Oh, look, that's unlucky.
2: But those things are happening when things run against you. I yep. thought Australia right. planned brilliantly for this for this test. They did sneaky little things in their training camp, like they protected their inside edge and said to the bowlers, "If you want to beat us out here, that's fine." So 50 balls beat the edge and. But they said, no, nah, you're not getting that through here. A line. And sure, some did, but it was really, and Renshaw, <laughs> the kid, and Smith were the two batsmen that pulled it off. One of the test.
0: Bangalore they go to, do you believe they can get that? It's not a bad hunting ground for Australia there. Yeah,
2: Kaspervich won them a test there and they get reverse swing there. So that's why the Indians are worried. Yeah, I think mm. they can.
0: We'll talk more cricket, obviously, with Kerry O'Keefe. Very, very excited. He's going to join us as our special guest in a little while. Uh, that dismissal we just saw there from Ashwin, that was less bizarre than this one. This is from the, the women's game. Yeah, I, I love this. 10. Crash, did you see this? I'm not sure oh, anybody's... Oh! <laughs> 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 yes. And totally right
2: decision, bold, because yes. if you, there you go, you hit it down with your back, oh. under your hands, you. desperately unlucky tone, but I've got to say, I, that's Maybe.
0: fair enough. Fair enough, uh, that is out. Alright, look, there's been there's plenty of sport we're going to get to, but it'd be remiss of us not to get to some of the stuff that's gone on while we've been away. So much great stuff. Kelly, why wouldn't we start with you? What's been your highlight over summer?
1: Uh, My highlight over summer, Tony, has to be the Australian Open. The tennis, I've worked there probably for the last 15 or 16 years and those 14 days, the last 14 days in January, were truly, truly magical. Particularly the final Saturday night, what happened? It was a celebration of one of the great sports stories that we've seen, the Williams sisters (laughs) going head-to-head in that final. And uh, obviously, Serena Williams winning number 23. She passed Steffi Graf's uh, number 22. Um, But it was more about the record books, I think, this night. It was about the fact that, you know, when they burst onto the scene two decades ago, they were talking about they were here for just a short time and a good time. 35 and 36, and yep. they put on a show, and it was it was remarkable. What about the next night, though? That was so oh. special. Uh, just a one in a million, isn't yeah. he, Roger Federer? Um, to, to think that, you know, he was five years after winning his last slam, he got uh, number 18. And he didn't fall over and lie down on the ground. Yeah. No, either. there won't be another athlete like this. What he did in those 14 days was absolutely superhuman. His first surgery in his whole career, he took six months off. He came back. He was a bionic man. And unlike those other greats who put him in the category of Serena Williams and Ali and Jordan and all of them, they seem so superhuman in a sense. He's just so human, isn't mm. he? Just no ego. I don't, I'm yet to meet someone who, who does not just You love just want him. young
0: sports people to hang around
1: yeah. him, don't
3: you, and
0: yep. learn. Uh, all right, uh, Crash, for you? Yeah, sometimes sport
2: can make a fool, of you can't. I've spent about five years here pounding the pulpit, saying cricket bats are too heavy. Mm. Yep. Uh, I've changed my mind. And it's all down to one shot. Not heavy enough. No, they can be even heavier. But I saw Chris Lynn hit this shot and it went 125 metres out of the Gabba over the grandstand into practice nets. You've got to go to the ground to see it. And have a look at those expressions. I saw kids leave the ground. I heard a state talk about that shot for a week. I heard the crackle around the world and I just thought, you can't legislate against that. He uses the same size bat as David Warner. You know they're big things, but I'm all for bowlers getting breaks and laws and everything. But I thought that's the single biggest yeah. thing attracting people to the game,
0: and you can't say rub it out. I'm afraid got it wrong. Hand in the air. Yeah, that, that's better than David Warner getting a hundred in the first session of a Test match. Yeah, I, I, that one shot yeah. echoed around the world. Mm. Shot yep. heard well, around you the world. Haven't I haven't
4: watched too much sport over the
3: summer.
0: Uh, Adam Spencer.
3: A late nomination. I only found out about this this afternoon from the EPL game on the weekend. Crystal Palace are playing Middlesbrough. Massive game. Both are on a void relegation. Crystal Palace fans are fairly, you know, boisterous. They come across the Middlesbrough team bus. So they spray paint down the side of it. Crystal Palace FC. Yeah, (laughs) all right. Turns out that's the Crystal Palace players team. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they spray painted their own team. <laughs> Plus, Forty-five thousand pounds worth of damage. Well done, Mr. Palace. But for me, the highlight was the AFL Women's competition. Mm. What an amazing! And that first weekend, those images of Gillan McLaughlin out yep. the front yep, saying, yep. "Sorry, we're full. You can't come in." Mm. Reminiscent of Kerry Packer going throw open the gates in the first day nighter. The great thing was for a lot of the Collingwood fans there, who were normally being told, "Actually, you're going to be locked in for the weekend. You can't go out." Yeah. Yep. They loved being locked out for the night. It was fantastic. Tough crowd had to move on. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the skills being shown in the game, the finishes, the execution, the crowds. The courage as well. The girls have been running in real hard, straight lines at each other, impressing people with their toughness. There's a couple of goals you've seen there that have just been wonderful examples of football. Great marks. Girls coming across from other sports and just bringing fitness and intensity... Sell-out crowds, I just think it's been wonderful. 50,000 people in attendance in that game one, in that first
4: round. Yeah. Unbelievable.
1: Yeah, unforgettable. So and, I mean, I guess from my perspective, to be able to call, call it, it, I mean, five years ago, if you'd asked me, I would never have thought ever that, you know, to broadcast that on TV in front of big crowds and big TV ratings is remarkable. What have you made of it?
2: I've, uh, I've really enjoyed it. Some of it's chastening, the injuries. I don't know why, but there's been quite a few ACLs and just the sight of women really ploughing in it. Into each other. I agree with Ty Kennelly, who said that it's happened at such a rush that women haven't been conditioned to protect themselves. Mm. And the other thing I was going to ask you, should they play on smaller grounds just just to help their scoring?
1: What, to help so yeah. more goals. Yeah. Well, I think you've got to remember that they're, they're playing half the time that the guys are playing. I mean, these are yeah. fifteen minute quarters. So, you know, there's been a lot of talk that they're not kicking enough goals. Smaller grounds, that would make it more congested. I like that it's sixteen aside. Mm. Yep. Played in tough conditions, you mm. know, a lot of a lot of um yeah. you know, rain and, and, give it a wind of years. and whatnot. Give it exactly. a couple of years you
0: won't recognize it. And you've got to it. remember
1: yeah. this this mm. is a starting point. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, absolutely amazing. You're right, Fitzy, you of course have watched absolutely everything. Sorry. Have. And when you think of summer, you think of Venezuela I
4: and do. sipping margaritas on the beach mm. and watching their elite athletes absolutely the dominate Olympics. in the sport of skiing. <laughs> um, this is a Venezuelan bloke <laughs> who tried to qualify for the world champ. This is fair to This happened on the weekend. Here he goes. Looking yeah. good now. Yeah, He's <laughs> going real good.
0: Oh, no. He
4: actually hadn't skied on snow before. <laughs> he he skied on grass. <laughs> this was the first time to qualify. <laughs> and... He's sober. I'm a big guy. just missed out on qualifying just there when he went over the line. It so. was, was
3: that small bit where he was going backwards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just not as easy as it looks on skis. That For was remember. my
0: highlight tone. I love it. Well, once again, you've all missed the greatest huh? performance, I think, and the greatest event that could possibly have been held was in Japan. It was huge. This is the final throw in Rock Paper scissors, there you go. <laughs> Look how <the> excited <laughs> she is. This, Jank and the Jankin Queen. The Jankin Queen. She looks down at her hand. Did I really do rock? <laughs> I did. Did she really have scissors? She did. I'm the winner. She gets to record with some major stars or mm. put out her own <laughs> CD. <laughs> if just-
4: in, she's just tested positive for steroids.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> well, that was some of the best bits, but uh, just to show we're fair and balanced, let's take a look at some of the dodgy moments you might have missed Without summer meltdowns. Start at the Irish University Indoor Athletics Championships. The pole vault, you see there, doesn't mix with the middle distance runner. Uh, here he goes. <laughs> and just <part> <laughs> <laughs> three-legged race with two legs. Uh, it looked sensational. Let's have a look at the That's when you get caught at your girlfriend's parents think like, you're
4: trying to run away with your pants.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, this injury, obviously, that's bad, that the to having a fall. There was some really nice bloke who decided to help her off, uh, which probably didn't go as <laughs> well. <laughs> 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 the two in my Benny Hill <laughs> You don't let that yeah, look you don't need somebody else to help you fall over. you can do it all by yourself uh, this, this is one of the great here he goes oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Out um, I go. Uh, this is how not to smash a ball out of the stadium at the tennis. Oh yes. Oh yes. the um, <laughs> umpires. Well. This is Canada's Davis <laughs> Cup player. Yeah. Is disqualified and fine.
1: And the chair umpire had eye surgery. Absolutely. No, they're they're not
0: not yeah. I Think oh, there's an individual oh, sport shit. in that, don't you? Bring the crowd back to the game. No doubt about it. Look, uh, there's a sporting law where obviously whoever's not looking at the ball. Oh no. no. Oh. Ball. oh. 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 <laughs> There it is. There it is. Well, uh, good header, to Love a celebration dance. Always has. But you really got to get it in the basket before you shoulder shoot. Yeah, I've done enough. I've done. That's <laughs> no, to Shoulder the shimmy. Uh, there we go. <laughs> uh, look, making the, the shot isn't always worthy of celebration. If it's your own basket. Oh, uh, oh, yes. Which that is they okay. get the points. No shoulder shimmy from him. no, no whatsoever. Uh, look, a bit of crowd involvement during a game in Honduras. They love it over there. Uh, oh, this game of chasings uh, ends badly. Oh. Yeah. But for the player who does his ACL oh.
3: <laughs> and then. Oh. Yeah.
0: <laughs> going on with?
4: <laughs> uh, a it's
0: a really good fra- family-friendly event. You, know, oh. so you can get to one of those games. It'll cool off uh, over the, after the summer meltdowns. This bloke, Punk. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <And>, oh. <laughs> 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 what is he doing? <laughs> well, He's playing mess. a golf shot, what
4: is, he, what is he doing? Here's the lesson for all kids. Stay off the ice.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Well, we should point out you can, you can actually use ice to your advantage, kids, in golf. <laughs> this guy, this guy here is just, I'll plonk that onto the oh, ice. No. Oh, no. Beam. There he goes. Oh, and what about that? No, no. Yeah, nice. Yeah, that's pretty cool, huh? <clears throat> you knew exactly what he was doing. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the NRL season kicks off on Thursday, and the big news is that Crash... You have your own show. Well, Queensland. we've got a show
2: called Queenslanders Only, yep. long overdue, Tony. Ooh, yes, and, of course. And uh, we've got some great characters, Kel, on it. Uh, Talis, Meninga, Hodges, Kev Walters, firing up about all things Queensland. I mean, we've had a pilot, and I've got to admit, they're lively characters. Mm. I are the wait.
1: hostess with the mostest.
2: Yeah, yeah. How do you reckon I'll go? Uh...
1: If you need any hosting tips, um, just give me a call. <laughs>
0: Oh, first show back. <laughs> first show back. Of course, it will be on New South Wales if it, and when it is. Luckily, it will be subtitled. Um, yep. <laughs> We thought about that but we thought half you blokes can't even read oh. <laughs> oh. yes look i was going Mommy, to remind you i did the know. shining stuff on you and it was cutlery but anyway look uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's not go there uh look, look, it's a great show though obviously you all those yeah. issues and there's plenty of issues going around at the moment that you'll have to get your teeth yep. into i would have thought well, uh first of all i would do want to show you what i think might be your wardrobe for the uh, opening night uh yeah, it didn't get you in the Qantas club. Oh, the no. onesie. <laughs> Queensland
1: onesie. It's Kicked out of the Quarters club. He Actually, ac- you still wear that around, I do. You, it's the, the
2: most comfortable thing. And I wear it every night in winter up there, just quietly in front of the kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it'll be a fun show. And you know what, Tony? I'm so looking forward to it. But it won't be waving the pom-poms, you know? I, I really want to tackle the, the big issues. Like, all those players, Kev Walters, Mel Meninga, Gordon Tallis, have had incredibly complex relationships with Wayne Bennett.
0: There's, you know, that alone is fascinating. And he's a big
1: talking point this year, huge, isn't he? Huge.
0: Yeah, he is. And there's also Kieran Forrein now. This he hasn't yet played a game. He isn't allowed to round three to play for the Warriors yet. We read reports uh, over the weekend that he is planning that his management is already in talks with Brisbane because he yeah. wants to play under Wayne Bennett. Mm. This seems so weird to me. I mean, he had all those problems last year, so well documented. The NRL has decided he can play after a couple of rounds off. But part of that I would have thought was that he was going to that kind of environment uh, back in New Zealand his home country, uh, surrounded, closeted by friends and so on. It Without playing a game, he says, I want to go play to Brisbane next year. How, how does that work?
2: says a lot about his mind state, doesn't it? That he's thinking that uh, the club are bent over back for him, backwards from the Warriors, yep. and already he's thinking one step further down the line. Look, there's a massive roadblock to him joining the Broncos and there's no simple way of putting it, but... Uh, The Broncos is part owned by News Corp and, of course, one of their famous columnists, a great friend of yours, Rebecca Wilson, passed away last year and several days before she died, she took a phone call from Kieran Forum, uh, an abusive phone call, and there were several very derogatory texts as well. And uh, I know people connected to the Broncos who would just be sick at the thought of signing someone who had done that to a person who they treasured so much. And, of course, her husband... John Hardigan is one of News Corp's, you know, f- you know, favourite former employees. So I just, how, I, I, I can't see, you know, it has to be under huge doubt. But yeah, he's made the move to go
3: to Brisbane to play under Wayne Bennett. So be interesting to see what happens. The thing that stuns me there also is that the thing's as sensitive as that, that the news has gone out before this season even begins. I always look at the example mm. of like, everyone was shocked when the Swans secured Buddy Franklin, and it turns out, and no one had heard about this. That had been discussed for two years. Which
4: is unheard of. There was a
3: handful of people who knew about that biggest story in AFL transfer Mm -hmm. history for two years, Mm -hmm. and it didn't leak. We were all just knocked off our chairs when we heard about the news coming through. he
1: hasn't even played a game yet.
3: He hasn't even played a game at the club that he plans to walk out on for this new club. So
4: if you're
1: a Warriors team-mate, what what are you thinking of him right now? See,
4: I don't mind it. I've already put in a request to go on to the Bill and Boz show next. There you go. (laughs) I want to get off (laughs) this one.
0: (laughs) And, mate, we we are holding the door open. (laughs) (laughs) You know where it is. (laughs) To rugby, uh, James O'Connor continues to find new and interesting ways to bugger up his career. Uh, This time he's done some time in stir. Uh, after allegedly being busted with cocaine outside a Paris nightclub. That wasn't the moment he got busted. <laughs> <laughs> I just point that out. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. This is sad. This is a kid uh, who really has had the rugby world at his feet for mm. such a long time. He's been given plenty of chances. He says he's obviously had to grow up too quickly. Didn't want to be a role model. All of those things that young blokes in sport uh, do and say. But it's just... Doesn't seem he's been suspended from Toulon. We've heard late today that there may be, I think he's mm. having a meeting with the owner, the idea that he wouldn't get his contract uh, extended. May that may switch around yeah. tomorrow, but we don't know. It's the greatest waste yeah. of talent yeah. in
1: Australian
2: yeah. sport. It's sad, isn't it? Oh, it is. Like yeah. people talk about Ben Cousins, but he sort of got a career in. Yeah, yeah. This kid's kid's career stopped halfway. Mm. Glamour boy, as you say, had everything. Like two weeks ago he was in Brisbane. He had a massive feud with Greg Martin, Marto, our, our friend, and went on his radio show. Fixed it all up. Got up at 7 a.m. for a photo for our paper, the Courier Mail. The, the theme was redemption. People yeah. were trying to give him another mm. chance, and now this. So people have had enough. They'll never. You know, it makes people look like fools buying and he into puts this redemption. so many talk.
1: clubs and people offside, hasn't mm. he? I remember when he arrived at the Melbourne Rebels and his yeah. first media conference, and he said, "Well, I'm basically here." to build my brand.
2: Yeah. I, yeah. And
1: all the teammates at the time yeah. were like, well, hang on. I Can can't understand you,
2: him. He got sledged for being... He took offence of being saying... Someone sledged him as being a Justin Bieber type. And then two weeks later, he got a haircut just like Justin Bieber. <laughs> <laughs> Go figure. I The can't. rich
0: irony that his alleged cocaine bust may have opened the door for an early entry into the Toulon side to Ben Barber, a man mm. who's been suspended for 12 weeks by the <laughs> NRL for testing positive to cocaine. <laughs> It's an odd one, isn't it? But that, well, may be his path. And like. it gives birth to one of the great sporting headlines. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Next line. To the Six Nations and there were two teams out there but only one of them was playing rugby. <laughs> so says England coach Eddie Jones after Italy's tactics. Not contesting the ruck and drifting, as you can see, them seemingly offside, although they're not, into the England attacking line. How beautiful. This is just classic. And Eddie Jones was mightily offended for any
2: number of reasons. including the fact he didn't think of it first, you know? Like, like, look at this, the England, who are so structured, every play is is planned and replanned, they didn't know how to react, they were lost, they were rudderless. And and look, I saw Michael Checker, the Wallaby coach in the green room, and he said, doesn't rugby need that sort of stuff occasionally? Shock tactics! I mean, it was fantastic.
3: Just when you thought rugby could not make less sense... (laughs) It was was like watching two kids playing handball at school and saying, you can't do a trick serve if we've got a one-on-one battle of the death and it's already a double return of serve. You're not allowed to do it. And there was the great line where the, the Poms were complaining to the referee who turned to them and said... I'm your referee, I'm not your Your coach. coach. Sort it out yourself.
0: Will it happen again, Tone? Uh, Yeah, I reckon it will now. I reckon it will. I love what the Italian coach had to say. He said, we can't be normal, we have to be Italy. He, of course, is Irish. (laughs) (laughs) It's, It's one of the iconic images of the game, but AFL umpires want to get rid of... The bounce, at least like their coach Hayden Kennedy does.
1: Yes, and maybe some in at AFL headquarters as well. It's just interesting what's happening the last year or so at the AFL uh, headquarters because the traditionalists are slowly leaving the building. We've seen Andrew Dimitri go and then the AFL Chief Commissioner, uh, Mike Fitzpatrick, has just left as well or is on his way out the door. And as a result, there's talk... I think there'll be an announcement before the season starts of whether we have a twilight grand final this year. So there goes the traditional... Uh, 2.30 start and maybe now the talk is of the bounce so it's certainly got uh, everyone talking in Melbourne about this it's an interesting one I don't know what you guys think I mean I love it's quite iconic it differs um, from I guess the other codes having Mm. having the bounce but at the same time the argument is is that the the very best umpires aren't at bouncing, so they've been denied the games because of that. You want your best out there. If you're you're tossing it up anyway, does it make such a difference, Fitzy?
4: I reckon that you should make it a little bit harder for them and they have to have their head over the ball a little bit more. we have seen a (laughs) few broken noses where they've done that before. (laughs) But, you know, that's all they train for is the bounce these days and obviously keeping fit to keep up with the play. But you take that out of the game and they've got no highlights packages, the poor umpires.
3: Well, the argument was that over a long-term career umpires are starting to get debilitating injuries in That's their sh- shoulders and backs from doing it 10 years mm. in the juniors, and you're going you're to miss out on a generation... Of umpires who were yeah. too injured to make it to the top level. Yeah, middle. yeah. The
0: real issue, of course, is that the bounce on Fox Footy will have to change its name. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> the ball up, yeah, the ball up. <laughs> the <It doesn't laughs> <work. laughs> previous show called Balls Up, right? It's not just the bounce. Obviously, that can be dangerous for umpires. Now, the boundary throw—it's also pretty tricky. As you see this one come in, and look, oh, he's done the knee, oh. and it really does hurt, as you can see, as he. Dead oh, 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 dead foot, dead foot. Dead foot. Oh, he, he's had a wrench or. <laughs> or <isn't he? laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a dangerous pursuit coming up Kerry O'Keefe joins us uh, Leicester fans pay tribute to Claudio Ranieri our first top five of the year is a real keeper plus the hitchhiker's guide to harness racing as a driver switches horses it's times like There's a chance. little hiccup against the Wanderers, but Sydney FC got back on track with that win over Melbourne City. You've got to say, uh, Adam Spencer, they're just about across the line, aren't they? I think if they win against Melbourne Victory this weekend, they go 11 clear, 15 points to play. And to be honest, Four.
3: I think as much as unbeatable and all that sounds nice, I think you'd rather drop one game during the season before yeah. a finals contest. You yeah, yeah. yeah. the first time, the you're genuinely under the pump of losing something to be a preliminary final. I think that actually works out for him. I did like our Muddy mascot there, pulling on the guy's shirt, pulling on the guy's <laughs> shirt, here's the whistle. I'll just throw my hands up because maybe the ref hasn't seen it. <laughs> <Yes>. Maybe.
0: <laughs> uh, it's a performance from them uh, throughout the year. All right, uh, Leicester City and coach Claudio Ranieri's time at the top has been almost as brief as the cast of La La Land. <laughs> <laughs> He was coming sooner or later. Yeah. Yeah. Knew it was coming. Uh, the EPL, <laughs> EPL champions are lurking near the relegation zone, and Ranieri has been shown the door. Look at this, though. The fans showed how much that meant to them the EPL win great and scenes. the love for him. That's
1: great, isn't it? Yeah. And I mean, he created the greatest sto- sports story of last year. So to think nine months later, I mean, what a ruthless business, Adam.
3: Well, any, anyone who's surprised by the fact that they are now fighting to stay in the top division doesn't understand what the word miracle means. That's why it was a miracle last year. They they are about the 15th best team in England, give or take. They're not the best. That's why it was so amazing. Anyone who thought they were going to defend their title, yeah. just, no, no. just
4: not possible. But did the players lose confidence in him? Because obviously we, we saw the result against Liverpool. And, 3-1 but, win. And mm. Vardy scores a double. I mean, where, where was this passion before, You know, while he was there this year?
0: Yeah, no, that's true. Well, that may be the case. But is it the lack of romance, though, to get rid of him in mid-season? That yeah, yeah. The I think they should get him
3: back free. now and yeah. sack him again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if they sack him about
0: another <laughs> four times...
3: Can you, if you, think you think of a harsher
2: <laughs> he'll be sacking? Can you think of anyone that... I mean, that's the harshest. It sacking. Ever, really, really.
0: In any sport, really. Yeah, look, that's not the toughest. he'll probably be okay. He'll be okay. I'm more concerned with this bloke. Uh, remember him? This is the lookalike, uh, your dirty old fox, uh, who has been has bonked <laughs> 26 women uh, since. <laughs> <laughs> the, what's, what's he going to do now, Kel? How's he going to chat them up? What's going to happen to him? Nobody thinks about those. The little people. Nobody. So he managed to convince women (laughs) to sleep with him while
3: he's holding a packet of chips. (laughs) 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 No, honestly, I coach Lester. (laughs) No, no, actually...
2: (laughs) In the story, he's quoted as saying, I never said I was Ranieri, (laughs) but he was, you know, dressed like him, Mimicked his accent a and then said, cord. "Our keeper
4: was crap today." Yeah. Well, it's actually funny, Tone, because yeah. I saw a similar headline the other day, a similar story, but this guy had the opposite problem. Crashed <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> <fast> and burned. <laughs> <yeah. And> Rob, <laughs> Rob, Robert Craddock, this look-alike <laughs> Alan, yeah. hasn't scored since he's been compared to the back page <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was going to say it was fake news, but I think it's true. <laughs>
4: uh,
0: absolutely brilliant. Uh, who'd, who'd, I'm going to storm out in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so they did. Win. They got that win, though, the Foxes over Liverpool 3-1, which mm-hmm. obviously keeps them there. Uh, there was an even worse sacking, though, than all of those in English footy, uh, with Sutton United's Wayne Shaw booted for eating a pie when he was on the substitute bench. Sure, it was an exotic bet option and some of his mates apparently cashed in. But still, there he is. It doesn't look out of character.
3: He's, he's the goalkeeping coach for Sutton and he sits on the bench as a reserve keeper in case someone got injured. 46 years of age, 140 kilos. The game's going on. Social media's going wild going, who's the fat guy on the bench? <laughs> Ladbrokes offer 8-1 to one, that yep. he'll eat a pie during the match and awesome. so he does it. The big issue here is not him doing that. The big issue is we live in a world where a reputable betting agency halfway through a game can start offering 8-1 to that a guy will eat a pie on TV and no-one goes, that's just really weird.
0: That's just not
1: cool. He wasn't really subtle about it either, was he? Oh, he destroyed that
3: pie.
0: (laughs) He has been sacked and, of course, then he he couldn't go on... The next game, Sutton
3: Play their keeper gets injured, mm. and one of the fullbacks has to step in a goal, because <laughs> the 46-year-old 140-kilo pie machine
0: is not there. <laughs> the pie machine. Look, oh, the attacks on him. It's bullying. It's fat-shaming. What's more, there have been plenty of plus-size goalkeepers over the years. One of the best was Chelsea's uh, stopper from the early 1900s. Look at this guy. Harry Highpants. Well, it was actually, it was William Fatty Falk. Look at that. He's like, got a barrel about to go down Niagara Falls, where he's short. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. Goalkeepers, it's already been a tough year for them uh, across the globe their pain obviously is our gain as their struggles feature as our first top five i love this tactic number five (laughs) 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 it's not so fair for the goal to pretend you're going (laughs) to pick it up and just boot the crap out of it at number four uh look uh, keeping in the rain uh, obviously a nightmare for this goalkeeper randy goes and straight in as you can see it's torrential ball just stops on him can i get get it slides out almost halfway (laughs) exactly (laughs) Brilliant. Number three. Uh, this is the local league Adelaide United keeper, John Hall. Oh, yeah. This is a great save, uh, but it a little oh. bit Oh, Bang, he hit that incredibly hard, but did make the save. Oh, great save. Love it. I uh, wish Boz were here to see that. At number two, uh, keepers, they're usually better with the ball in hand. Uh, here's the proof. Come back to you, pick it up, fella. Can't pick it up. Can't pick it up. And uh, and the other angle is even more damning. Uh, He's slightly disappointed. And uh, what was the exotic bet on that one? (laughs) It goes. But at number one, the winner. La la la. No, sorry. Uh, It goes to this guy who, not that first goalkeeper, but this one. Nutmeg. Nutmeg by the other goalkeeper. Who doesn't get to celebrate often and he's not going to muck around. He's not going to muck around. Goes between the full them. length. She goes actually between the legs of this goalkeeper. Oh, right. Nutmeg, the ultimate humiliation. Well done. All right, look, other horses can't beat her. Uh, rain and a heavy track can't stop her. The people's horse, Winx, did what she's supposed she to do, easily winning her 15th race in a row, despite those conditions. Oh, she's a freak. And, and, look, the horses have personalities. This horse called
2: Hartnell that she beats all the time, mm. it's roadrunner versus. As the coyote. Poor old Hartnell sees Wings coming, yeah. and I reckon she's just broken his heart. Like, she's just so good. My only regret about it, I'd love to see her do a lap of Australia, like Black Caviar. Yeah. Yeah. She's Sydney based, yeah. and Sydney's got a bit used to her. I know it was raining the other day, the, the crowd was just okay, but Black Caviar did the lap of the nation, and Goodness me, what that did for racing. But how do you leave Sydney? It's where the big cash is. I mean,
4: they wrap wrap them in in cotton wool now. They have to Mm. as well, you know. know, And that was... They they would have been very worried on Saturday with that weather. But Hughie Bowman just, uh, to the outside, stayed out of trouble and didn't even have to whip it.
0: All right, this is a very old saying if you can't beat them, join them, which is what happened if you look very closely at this race in Victoria on Sunday. The horses go up, uh, the sulkies get a bit wrapped up, and you see where the uh, the two riders and the drivers <laughs> both on the same horse, uh, and there they go. <laughs> oh, buddy, can't. <laughs> and look at this. I mean, they're very
2: skillful. How they both didn't come a cropper, but look at this. Glenn Douglas jumps off and said, Hey, where's my horse? <laughs>
4: Stop. <laughs> you got a feel for trots horses. I mean, for a normal horse, For the racehorses, you've got to get down to a certain weight to ride them. Those poor buggers have to carry the fat bloke. (laughs) (laughs)
0: They're they're quite (laughs) large, those guys. Enough with the fat shaming. (laughs) Coming up, one of Aussie cricket's great characters. Yes, the one and the only Kerry O'Keefe joins us right here.
5: The final session of this centenary test is about to start. It's been a wonderful game.
2: O'Keefe to Randall.
5: What is he? He's walked. He's gone. Randall caught by Cosier. Well, there's a bit of poetic justice. Cosier taking an absolutely brilliant catch off the bowling of O'Keefe. O'Keefe. Right. Oh, yeah, right. Feel for leg before, and he's out. <laughs> Eva leg before to O'Keefe for four. Eight for three hundred and eighty-five. It's, it. it's LBW, Knott is out, they are struck again to finish off this test match and Australia triumphant by a margin of 45
0: runs. Tony, love looking at those pictures. Yes, it's 40 years, almost to the day since that famous centenary test and what a joy and a privilege to have one of the game's brightest stars both on and off the field, Kerry O'Keefe. I can't begin to tell you how happy I am to see
5: you. It's a pleasure to see you too, Tony, and great to be on the back page. I mean, uh, a few years ago, I asked my colleague, Peter Roebuck, I'd had a bit of success on ABC Radio, if I was a stock, would you buy me? He'd say, cautiously. (laughs) (laughs) And in the last 12 months, there's been a lot of sellers.
0: Thank you for buying yeah, I'm it. a buyer. I'm a buyer. <laughs> Thanks, look, mate. I want to get to the uh, the test that's just gone in Pune with yes. you in a minute. But just going back to those images, your memories of that,
5: that test? Blurred. <laughs> um, but, look, uh, fantastic game. Uh, same uh, margin as 100 years before. Mm. Um, I took those vital wickets, so, you know. Uh, <laughs> the nude nut lives. <laughs> And they were both bat pads. Um, Tony Gregg and um, Derek Randall batting with wafers. In today's (laughs) game, they'd have gone for four through (laughs) mid-wicket. But uh, fabulous uh, few days.
3: Did you have any sense at the time how big a game it was. It wasn't just another game of cricket, was it? You know, looking back on it now, it's one of the great moments in Test cricket. Did it have that at the time, or was it just another intense contest?
5: No, Spencer it did, because they'd assembled everybody that played for England uh, against Australia and vice versa in Melbourne for that period, and the Nets were on the ground of the MCG, and every morning, players going to Nets, 10,000 people applauded each player as he arrived at the Nets. Mm. Right. I knew we were part of something very special. And it was spooky that the margin ended up being the same. Mm. What also could have been a little bit spooky for you was opening the batting in the second innings. Yes. How was that? Um, Greg Chappell asked me to open when Dennis Lilly got the final the wicket. Uh, uh, he he said, I could have told you last night, minutes. but I thought I'd give you nine minutes to get nervous. This is because Rick McCosker oh, no, obviously had well. broken his jaw. He said he did. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I never saw x-rays. <laughs> Somebody did say he was on life support, but (laughs) it was only a (laughs) rumour. Anyone can wear a bandage. (laughs) But I did open the... And if Greg had told me the night before, maybe I wouldn't have had 12 VBs and four rum and coats.
4: Actually, Kerry, I was going to ask you, you, is your memory blurred? Because what was the recovery after every day of a
5: test like that? I mean, back in those days, what did you guys do after each day of play? Well, at 6 o'clock, Doug... Doug Walters would light a Rothman's king-size filter <laughs> and knock the top off a beer. That was rehydration. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't quite get it myself. <laughs> but that was the way was. They, we waltzed. And I know too much is made of that, but it was a different era, of mm-hmm. course. I applaud, the, I applaud the modern era. Before we get into that
0: modern era, I know we've got thousands of questions to ask you about current stuff, though. There's one um, other image is very, very famous, is the meeting of the Queen yes. uh, in the lineup, and you were standing David next to talks, Dennis Lilley. Yeah. Just talk yeah. us through this.
5: Oh, well, he offered her an Aluminium bat sponsorship <laughs> contract. <laughs> oh, there's, Rick, there's Rick. I still think there was nothing broken, <laughs> but he pulled it off.
3: <laughs> so Dennis asked for an autograph.
5: Yeah, and, and she says, "I don't do yeah. that." Or no, I, I I think his chest hair was getting in the way, and she was just recoiled. Or was it his room number? Yeah. <laughs> But the funny thing was I I had arthritic spinning fingers and I needed um, uh, cortisone injections regularly. And at that stage of the game, it was in the balance, and I thought, I'm waiting in line, and they'd washed our hands and said, just offer your hand and say, uh, ma'am. And I thought, I'll give her a wet fish because I'm trying to protect my fingers for (laughs) for some vipers. (laughs) And she'll give me a wet fish and I'll be okay. And she gave me the malachi (laughs) crush. (laughs) <laughs> a bit for England. Yeah. <laughs> and my legs buckled. And thought, Skull's curtsied. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh. For those of us that don't remember that centenary test, many of us are so familiar with your voice for 13 years on ABC Radio. Yeah. Is, there, is there one story or one incident that still to this day haunts you that wherever you go, listeners come up and say, Tell me about this?
5: Uh, Kelly, there is. Um, in 2006, I told a joke about a frog walking into a bank and it went for three balls and uh, people keep coming I can be in a urinal. I say, hey, scal, me mate Keg's on the phone. Tell him the, ska- uh, tell him the frog
0: joke. <laughs> <laughs> Do you mind? <laughs> like,
5: every, and whenever I go to a function, the first question is, Scarl, the frog joke. <laughs> and, look, it's a good joke, yeah. but it, it's a once <laughs> And... and you know, people come up to me now. I, I was 13 years with ABC Grandstand Cricket, and I loved every year. Mm. And they'd say, um, "Skully, your best work was the frog joke." I said, that was "2006." <laughs> 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 you mean I'm eight years past my best?
2: What about during that test? Of course, you signed with Packers Revolution. Yes. Very secretly, and mm. people just can't believe. And I'm still trying to find out whether it was true. But they signed you individually and said, "Don't tell anyone." Was the secret kept?
5: It was, because a bulk of the signings were done in New Zealand where we'd been um, uh, for a, a month or so previously. And no, at 3am, and I was with all the signees, I thought, normally loose lips sink ships, but when you've signed for Kerry Packer, loose lips weren't, weren't a factor. Yep. So nobody leaked it. I signed. In a week, or an not or in it? Nothing. And, and at the end of that match, uh, Cricket Australia came in with our payment, which may have been $200 cash, and Austin Robertson, um, uh, an envoy of Kerry Packer, came in and said to three or four of us, he had an envelope, skull the so, the uh, theatre tickets, and it was a cheque for ten thousand dollars of goodwill. Wow! So I weighed up cash against the cheque. <laughs> <laughs> Normally cash wins, <laughs> <laughs> but not on this occasion.
3: <laughs> that, that, that cheque is. What, 50 match payments?
5: Oh, yeah. Wow. I mean, it was the most money wow. any of us, Spencer, had ever seen out of cricket in our lives. And, and of course, we'd won the game. Uh, we were suddenly getting money. Life was good. Yep. So we went to England, lost the Ashes 3-0. <laughs> <laughs> worst, worst team in history. Let me take you to Pune
0: now just quickly. Yes. Uh, it was a great thrill for you to see another uh, O'Keefe getting wickets without
5: spinning the ball. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You don't need a viper. No. Um, and I'm a big fan. I mean, for years, as Stephen's made his way, people have come up to me and said, um, scala you must be pleased with your son, how well he's going. I said, no, I'm a double F, O, O'Keefe yep. and he's a one F. Mm-hmm. But in the last few days, I've just let it ride. <laughs> and if they come up, i say, how good was he? I said, his mother and I are so proud. <laughs> Not that I've ever met her. <laughs> Guys, it's a great story because Stephen was raised in a fibro home at Hobartville, just out of Richmond, Mm. New South Wales. His mother did the night shift at Hawkesbury Hospital. His father was in the RAF. Um, She'd work night shift and then drive him to cricket the next day. Um, He was a determined guy. I've spoken to family friends who said if he got a computer game, he would play it throughout the night to try and beat it Mm. by dawn. This is a guy who, whose determination has got him to this situation. Mm. Um, and what a win. And it, he went out at lunchtime on day two, having got no wickets in that first spell. He, and he, he could have sat around the dressing room, sulked and got all negative. He said, no, I've got to... And throughout his career, he said, how do I contribute to the winning of this game? He went out with the bowling coach mm. and bowled in the middle. That's the area I've got to hit, I know. He went back, didn't have lunch, walked out, got six for five. Brilliant. Mm.
0: You have literally 45 seconds just yes. to, if we can, just in terms of the India experience, you have two there. We saw Matt Renshaw have a few problems. What's your experience?
5: I toured India in 1966 with Australian school boys. When two batsmen walked out to bat, five of us padded up. When the wicket fell, whoever whoever wasn't on the toilet walked out. <laughs> <laughs> a very flexible batting liner. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, Kerry, it's great to talk to you. It's great to have you here in the flesh. Great to listen to you on Triple M over the summer Thanks, as well. Danny. We hear more from you and love to have you in on this show as well. Stick around though, if you wouldn't mind. We'll do. We'll come back and wrap Thanks. it all up uh, and give you our champ of the week. Stay with us. <laughs> Kerry O'Keefe is still with us. All right, I want to show you a bit of golf exhibition game. I know you love your golf. Sean Stefani uh, hit his drive into the drink at the Honda Classic in Florida. Yeah, uh, rather than taking a drop shot, he just dropped the trousers and the shirt, uh, the whole kit and caboodle. I mean, I guess if you've got the rig, you you get it out and flaunt it, don't you? That's
4: usually how Robert Allenby ends up after it.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Are you still
5: hitting them well? Uh, no, but uh, <laughs> I would have taken a drop there. <laughs> I'm not nuding up to get bogey.
1: <laughs> he missed the cut. That was a great oh, Of course one. he All right, did.
0: Time now for our Champ of the Week. And as Kerry said, it's impossible to go yeah. past Stephen O'Keefe after that record breaking and match winning 12 wicket haul against India in the first test. Written off by the experts before he bowled oh, a the ball, best. just kept knocking over the alleged masters of spin. Look at him. He's got an open invitation to drink at Manly's <laughs> Any Anytime he likes, as do you. Love to be back. Love to have your company. So good to see you. Thank, to see you, you Thank you very much. Thanks for the invite. Great to be back with you. We'll see you next week. Bye for now.
2: This has been a production of Fox Sports.